What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Sanderson, and I sure do appreciate you all listening in. Looking back on my conversation with this week's guest, a few words come to mind, like hustle, determination, entrepreneur. From selling homemade candles out of the trunk of his car to running a multi-location retail business, and now a barbecue rub business, Travis Weaver seems to have an eye for spotting trends and the ambition to take action and benefit from them. From Houston, Texas, the man behind Barbecue Rubdown and Man Ready Mercantile joins me on the podcast this week. But first, let me tell you about the best sauce on the planet. Friends, I've been telling you about Sticky Fix from Motley Q for a while now. Recently named the 2021 Best Sauce on the Planet at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue Sauce Contest, Sticky Fix will be your new go-to, perfect for the whole family. Believe me when I say this stuff goes great on everything, from quick grilled chicken to a 16-hour slow-smoked pork butt. Joe and Jess from Motley Q are mainstays on the Canadian competition barbecue scene, and their years of culinary and competition experience shine through in all of their products. They put lots of time and careful attention into each item, and they love how barbecue brings people together. Barbecue is a big part of their family, and they want to help everyone Make it a part of theirs, too. Motley Q sauces and seasonings are crafted to deliver high-quality barbecue flavor to all dishes. From beef, chicken, and pork to wild game and vegetables, they've got a sauce or seasoning fit for any dish or occasion. Visit MotleyQ.ca to see their full lineup and get your bottle of the best sauce on the planet. Listeners of the Eat More Barbecue podcast can use the discount code EATMOREQ to save 15% off your order. That's discount code E-A-T-M-O-R-E-Q-U-E at MotleyQ.ca. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. And really excited uh, to be joined by uh, another guest from the Houston, Texas area this week. Uh, You may recall back in November or December when Eric Dalton was on, he mentioned uh, this gentleman, Travis Weaver, uh, with barbecue rubdown products. Uh, and here he is tonight. Travis, welcome to the show. How are you, man? I am terrific and glad to be on here with you. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, before we kind of get into your story a little bit, a uh, question I like to ask everybody is, what does barbecue mean to you? Well, you know, for me, you know, I'm from a small town in central Texas originally. It means to me, you know, just being able to gather, you know, tell some tall tales, um, Talk about how your work week's been, be able to unwind, have a drink, meet a new friend, meet a na- new neighbor or the new neighbor, your your neighbor's new friend or yep. whatever it may be. Yep. Bring people together and, uh, you know, kind of chat it up and just, so for me, it's not just about the food, it's about the whole, about the whole experience. Absolutely. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Well, let's, uh, a little bit about your background. You mentioned, uh, small town, central Texas area. Where's, uh, where's home for you? I'm from uh, Zephyr, Texas, and that is in the right in the middle of Central Texas. Population about, uh, I'd be lying if there's probably more than 500 people there. All right. Yeah. We grew up playing six-man football. Uh, we didn't have enough people to play 11-man. Right. Yep. And uh, we actually used to make fun of them because we said they're all fat and slow. 
<laughs> no offense to any of you if you're yeah. overweight and not real quick on your feet, but, but yeah. we were kids and yeah. we said, yeah. anyway, we, um, uh, our field was 80 by 40 instead of a hundred by 50 okay. yards. Yep. yards. Uh, and so it's a little smaller field. It was a little more like, kind of like rugby. And, uh, we just learned real early on the values of hard work and putting in the time and, um, you know, working with your neighbor and respecting your neighbor and all that sort of stuff. So a lot of really good values and morals and stuff that mm-hmm. we, you know, I still, you know, cherish to this day. And um, went to went to college for advertising and worked in a series of different sales jobs. And uh, here I am now, yeah. you know, but um, yeah, big, big change going from Zephyr to Houston. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so where, whereabouts is Zephyr in central Texas? I don't have one, uh, it's one place I have not heard of. So there's, um, it's close to Abilene. Okay. Up that uh, yeah. You'll hear that in George Strait songs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yep. And, um, but that's about the closest big city I okay. can think yep. of. Yep. I'd say it's about two hours North of Austin and yep. two hours West of Dallas. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, what brought you to Houston work, I guess, then? Or? Yeah, I went to, um, I moved to Austin, went to school over there and, um, moved, uh, moved to Houston in 2005 and had a series of different sales jobs and stuff like that. And, um, ended up starting my, my own business in my apartment in 2012 Okay. And I was, out of all things, I was making candle, soy candles and whiskey glasses, and I was selling them door to door, and I sell them at farmers markets, and uh, to anybody that buy them, I'd sell them out of the back of my vehicle in my yep. parking garage in my apartment. Yep. And I was selling them. The people would, at my leasing office at my apartment would come over and do their holiday shopping, and <laughs> it's kind of funny. And I kept making more and more products, and then I. Um, started getting these wholesale accounts and then I built this website and one thing left to, led to another and I opened up a retail store and now we have our own manufacturing and we've kind of morphed into this sort of premium general goods store that sold a little bit of everything but yeah. most of it all it was made in the USA a lot of it was made by us here in Houston because by this time we had a big team and um, now we have retail a retail store in Houston a retail store in Austin and our manufacturing in Houston, Excellent. and just like any other store, we buy from other brands. Of so course, yeah. um, that that was kind of a that's my main gig. Yeah, uh, you know, but yeah, it, it's been a it's been a wild ride. Yeah, no doubt. So that's uh, Man Ready Mercantile, right? Yeah, so yeah, talk. Man Ready Mercantile, and yep. you know, the website's manready.com, M A N R E A D Y. Kind of a premium general goods store for. You know, we got a little something for everybody, but obviously great gift ideas for guys. Yeah, I was looking on the website. Yeah, a bit of everything. Clothing, uh, bar and grill supplies, housewares, uh, grooming, kind of a, yeah, a little bit of everything, like you say, right? Yeah, we really do. Uh, we tell everybody we're not the cheapest store ever, but we mm-hmm. just don't have cheap stuff, you know. And whenever you want to buy Made in the USA and you want to know who you're dealing with and, you know, uh, you want to talk about lifetime warranties and all this stuff like we have on our products, you yeah. know, it's a little different ball game, you know, so we're, we were early into that. that that's been, we've had that business for quite a, quite some time. It's, um, uh, it's been, you know, very successful, although we've had a tough time during the past couple of years with all the stuff we've been dealing with. Yeah, no doubt. No exception. 
Uh, luckily, we had a website, <laughs> like I said, at manready.com. But, you know, the retail stores took a hit and this and that. But, yeah, we're just kind of a modern-day general goods store. And that's kind of what led me into the, the barbecue rubdown thing. Yeah. Um, during this past few years, we saw everybody was drinking more than ever, and they were definitely cooking and grilling yeah. more than ever. And I, I started thinking, you know, hey, you know, we, we're because we sell a lot of spices and rubs yeah. and barbecue sauces and gourmet food items. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not selling Tony Satchery's in a three pound jar for yeah. six ninety nine. That's not our deal. You yeah. know, we're selling meat church and hardcore carnivore and you know all this sort of stuff. You know, Lily's Q yeah. and you name it. Um, anyway, we saw a big spike in all that stuff. Everybody's, you know, cooking at home. Yeah, absolutely. I said, well, you know, we, you know, I know a co-packer here in town that can, 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 can blend my recipes together. Mm-hmm. Why don't I get a little piece of that? And you know what? I'll, I'll make this business a separate entity in case everything just goes to crap in retail. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, there for a while, there was a lot of uncertainties, no you know, and yeah. I got everything wrapped up in, <laughs> in that operation yeah. so it's like well if it stays you know locked down and this and that we can't do anything because we're not technically essential and all this mm-hmm. stuff what are we gonna what do i do do i go move home uh, move home with my mom and mow yards or yeah. pick up yeah. beer cans or what do i, I mean yep. i don't even know what i'm qualified to do maybe go sell used car i don't i don't know what i do yeah and um so well, i don't want to start up this other little gig maybe help you know you know, um, in case things really hit the fan, I can, I can, I can, I can sell this stuff on bbqrubdown.com yep. out of my house. Right. And my co-packers here in town that deliver the stuff here, I, uh, have all the stuff, uh, uh, on the website and I just ship it out when I get home from my day job. And that was just kind of my backup plan. Yeah. And it just, it just kind of took off. You know, yep. it really did. So it was kind of that weird kind of lemons to lemonade kind of deal. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, I mean, I've made a lot of products that didn't work out all that great in the past. But yep. this one right here. You hit, you hit on this one. I I, <laughs> I kind of nailed it. Yep. You know, I just to be patting myself on the back. It yep. just yep. worked pretty dang well. Yeah, we were uh, just to kind of jump back to something you said there. We were chatting just before we started recording about the the COVID situation and what we're dealing with the, with up here with the trucking protests and stuff. What's, what's the situation going on down there? What's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I was asking about it. Cause I, I don't have cable TV. I yep. canceled it after all this stuff started just cause I saw everybody was losing their mind, yep. losing their common sense. And, uh, um, people were at each other's throats and all this stuff. And I'm just not into that sort of stuff. I'm not like that. Um, I don't get in, I don't get wrapped up in the politics stuff. I don't get, um, I don't get bent around the axle. If, if you don't have the same beliefs and thoughts as I do or whatever, I, you you know, I mean, you don't have to love your neighbor, but you should respect your neighbor. Sure. Absolutely. No matter what, no matter what color, where they're from, whether they dress, what car they drive, how they decorate their house, whatever the deal is. I don't care. You go down the list. Yep. And, you know, you should be able to talk to them about whatever. It'd be a pretty weird place if everybody looked, acted, talked like Travis Weaver. Yep. I'd be pretty goofy. I'd even get tired of that. (laughs) I hate to say it. And so I just kind of, for me, 
I, I just kind of stayed in my lane, put my head down, worked hard um, through it all. We've had challenges that I just, I thought everything was going to be gone. Like I said, um, you know, being in Texas, you know, kind of interesting, you know, um, I would catch wind of some stuff that would come up on the media here and there because I'd go into work or I'd hear somebody talking about something like, why is Texas getting a bad rap for this and this and that? I kind of go poke around the internet and stuff. I'm like, hear what people were saying. I'm like, that's not really how it's going down here. I don't know why that is being said like you know so we just kind of we did everything the best we could we respected our our uh employees and we made things as a group decision uh early on and now we did what was right for our crew our community uh just tried to be a good example um didn't try to get wrapped up into kind of the hoopla the mainstream media stuff and all that wildness um, but things have been really good down here recently. We've been able to, you know, to keep our doors open and promote our business. You know, we, you know, we're able to keep all of our employees working that we're wanting to work and so good. and so forth. Some yeah. of them we need to make some adjustments for and had some people working at home and maybe changing up this and that. But things are good. People are back to buying. People are back to shopping. Good A lot stuff. of people really focus on where stuff's coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, is it made here? Is it made there? You know, is my neighbor making it? And I think that really helped a lot of small businesses. Yeah. So we took it pretty hard there for a while. Yep. But I think people are really, you know, they're really thinking about where the products are coming from yeah. more these days now than ever. Yep, so absolutely. it's really helping us. Um, a lot of these people, these folks and making barbecue sauces and rubs and cookbooks and all the different things and aprons and the mm-hmm. grills and the charcoal and all those different things that go along with it, all the accessories, they saw a huge huge spike oh, yeah. in um, demand and um, during these past few years. You know, I wholesale barbecue rub down to a lot of, uh, you know, companies across the country and they were just gangbusters, just oh, yeah. crushing. Yep. Um, you know, so there's, you know, it's interesting, you know, um, there's a stark difference between my two bis- different businesses. And of course at Man Ready, I've got a lot of other people involved now these days, but uh uh, and partners and whatnot, but with the barbecue rub down that I solely own, um, you know, it's not the biggest thing out there, but dang, it's, it's dang easy to manage. Um, I, I got smarter about how I did things. I knew going into this one, I, I wanted to keep costs low. I wanted to keep things real easy and streamlined and, you know, fast shipping and, you know, pretty good price, great product, good Mm -hmm. packaging. Um, and just something that, you know, just means the world to me. Every time I see an order come through, I'm like, you know, I wonder if they're going to always think about it. Are they going to be cooking for their friends and family and, you know, and entertaining and, you know, making new friends and having good conversations? I always think about that. Yeah. You know, it kind of means more to me than just selling a spice. Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. You want to, you're giving some thought to the, what's happening with the product, the, yeah. end, the end product. Yeah. Yeah, that means yep. something, you know. Yep. I mean, it's cool to sell some spices, but it's also cool to know. But maybe, maybe you're bringing some people together. Maybe you're yep. doing something that's good for for folks' men, mentality and their stability. You know, whatever it may be, because mm-hmm. so many things are tough. And if you can make things a little more comforting or a little more um, uplifting in a weird kind of way, I mean, I know this kind of maybe sounds crazy to people, but for me, I'm like, if you can have a little small role and 
you know, people's happiness, happiness these days, that means something, Absolutely, you know, yeah. cool. You yeah. know, think, think about it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I was talking to some folks, uh, uh, three guys out of there, out of the Dallas area a few weeks ago, uh, halal barbecue pit masters. I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with them. I am. Yeah. And their, their, their motto was bring, bringing people together with barbecue. So I think, it, you know, you're kind of touching on very much the same idea there. You bet. Yeah. Same thing with like a bottle of bourbon or something, you know, yeah. you, you, cause inevitably when they, you got to think about it, it's more than just, you know, it's, you know, the, these, whether it's a bottle of bourbon or brisket or whatever, you know, you got to think about the whole encapsulating situation. You know, you've got people at your house or you're at their mm-hmm. house, you know, and you've got the, the time there that's got to go on. And you get those, those converse, these conversations are going to come up and to be honest with you, they could give the go really positive or they could go really South. Yep. Um, and that's kind of what I was talking to earlier I'm hoping from different people that I talk to uh, from one of the businesses or um, that I meet at one of these events that I go to as well, or, you know, that I can kind of like have people thinking like, Hey, you know, man, I, I'd like, I'd love to be more open-minded about this and that, whether it's about how you cook something, Mm -hmm. how you think about something, how you treat your neighbor, where you're shopping at, who you're buying from, you know, you know, a lot of different areas and, you know, kind of my goal, I'll be honest with you through a lot of this is just from getting my teeth kicked in and every which way you can in retail is to, to give some people a little bit of little, um, a little inspiration to be maybe, you know, um, maybe a harder worker, Mm -hmm. maybe a better boss, better coworker, yep. better husband, better wife, better whatever, better listener, mm-hmm. um, you know, entrepreneur, take, you know, understand that, hey, old Travis from Zephyr, Texas can do this and that. Maybe yep. I can get off the couch and go make me a little something and yep. shake it up. Maybe they'll start off as a little hobby, selling it door to door and at flea markets or whatever. Maybe, but, you know, what, what if it was making 500 extra dollars a month? Yep. What if it was making 5,000? Yep. What if it was making 50,000? about 500,000. Hey, why not? There's companies out that do it. Yep. I guarantee it. And um, so my point is, is, you know, I want to get people thinking about some stuff. Yes. I don't want you to sit around being complacent. It's my way or no way and this and that. And I don't know. I can't do it. I didn't grow up like this. I didn't have that. My mom wasn't rich. My dad wasn't giving me the tools I needed. You can go change your stars. And mm-hmm. if you think that you can't, I, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. But you're the only one that sometimes can do it. Yep. Because there are many people giving anything away for free these days. I can tell you that right now. And let's just all get real. There ain't mm-hmm. nothing for free. Yep. So you can shake it up. Yep. That's Absolutely. what I started doing with barbecue rubdown. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's uh, get into that a little. I got uh, folks, Travis Weaver, uh, bbqrubdown.com and manready.com are the websites. Uh, wh- where did the interest in barbecue come from? Yeah, you know, growing up in Zephyr, uh, Texas, we went hunting and fishing and trapping. Uh, growing up, it was just a way of life. Yep. I mean, we stocked, we had deep freezers, we stocked our game, we, you know, we all had gardens and everything. Everything was fresh, and we knew where it came from, and we <clears throat> did a lot of, you know, on butchering and 
every now and then if you had a little extra coin in your pocket because you you know made a little extra money hauling hay or whatever you did as a side job whatever we could go get something processed and get some mm-hmm. good sausage made or something like that yeah but for the most part we would stock up our um you know deep freezers with you know deer and whatever um you know chicken turkey whatever it was yep. you know, beef all the whole deal pork um we we would build smoke houses and stuff like that we had you know dehydrators and we would dehydrate stuff make jerky and you know um so we just learned in the early age you know mm-hmm. butchering and meats and cuts and um <clears throat> appreciation for for uh livestock and wild game uh, we'd work on different recipes different types of spice mixtures and so on and so forth and i was always really meticulous about um just attention to detail of stuff right. you know and I, I you know whenever i was learning about spices and stuff recently you know i, I found out there's different grades of spices oh, yeah. you know different types of pepper with a different oil content and yep. all this stuff. back there we weren't you know I, we didn't even think about any of that stuff yeah, pepper was pepper, so right? kind of, yeah i mean it was kind of weird you know because um i mean i just didn't I, you know i didn't know the difference in kosher salt and iodized salt, table salt or flake sea salt and all this different stuff yeah. and all these different things i mean we may do with what we got and the things are good it's just kind of cool now to reflect back and know that like all this stuff that I learned at an early age, now I'm able to kick it up to a whole other level with some yeah. of these like premium ingredients and things I have it at my disposal. Yep. But I, you know, I guess from early age, you know, I just, I, I you know, I love, I really like making beef jerky and yeah. all that stuff, you yeah. know, it's kind of funny, you know, because when it came to steaks and stuff where I'm from, a lot of people, they eat them well done. Mm. Uh, or at least that, at that time they did. That's you know? unfortunate. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you're exactly right. Yep. Maybe the best way to word it. Um, but we didn't know any different. You yeah. know, we just, I think, you know, whenever you're dealing with wild game sometimes, you know, in your small town stuff, you, you start thinking like, well, what if I eat this and it gets me sick and this yeah. and that or whatever, you know, you don't have hospitals all the place mm-hmm. and doctors, and all these things that we have at our standby. So we, you think differently, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. You know, you think about what if I get food poison? What if I do this? And what are that? I mean, it's just not, everything's not convenient like it is here in Houston. I just go run down the road and go to the, whatever, this little center that's over here and yep. this and that, whatever that's all over the place. I mean, I got three minutes in either direction. I can have somebody taking care of me yeah. right then. Yep. There you don't see like a lot of people, you know, I'll beat them up a little bit because I'm one of them back then, mm-hmm. you know, they overcook stuff, you know, and they, you know, that they're not, you know, temp probing stuff and all oh, they learned from granddad or grandma or whatever. And they, they, you know, they had these old technique though. They don't understand, you know, it was, yep. you know, they did it and nobody could do it any better. And so there's no changing it. Yep. A hard headed type of deal. Yep. So I got a little, some of that in me too, but you know, that, but I, I just, again, going back to that open-minded thing, I just wanted to listen and learn mm-hmm. and absorb and be open-minded and, you know, be a sponge, you know, um, so I, you know, I guess I just kind of, I got a little bit of both in me on some of this stuff, but it is very interesting that you asked me that. Cause I got so many flashbacks going yeah. through my mind about, oh, we want to get, we want to have backstrap this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, how you want to cook it? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, why don't we soak it? Let's go get a, go get a spike. Cause you know, you kind of call them off on whitetail, you know, spikes mm-hmm. are just, they're genetically, you know, so you'd, 
you'd call them off their the the ground you know, off the off the you know ranch or farm or whatever because yep. you don't need them breeding more spikes and then we'd you know um you know make sausage out of this and that and do this and that steaks off whatever and then we get those back straps with soak them in uh buttermilk mm-hmm. and then we'd you know sometimes we'd you know get some of that gaminess out of them would yep. sometimes we'd you know make like a kind of like a what do we call it here? I don't know what you call it, like a chicken fried steak, even though sure, it's, yeah. yep. then, you know, or we'd do it sometimes as steaks or whatever. We'd kind of play around with all that stuff. It was like, what do you want to eat? And then we'd yeah. go find the animal that we want to eat, right? And, you know, <laughs> harvest it yep. or whatever you want to call it. And then it was like, really farm to table. Yeah. Yeah, like, absolutely. Really? <laughs> on, re- on request, right? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of that was kind of interesting. Then we go, we'd make it, we'd make some, give it to our neighbors, and if we made a bunch of beef jerky or venison jerky or whatever it was, we'd take it to school and yep. give it to all the kids. You know, so it's kind of cool. But it, almost every day, somebody is doing something like that. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, just diff- totally different. You know, yeah, a different way of life than what the city, uh, what you have in the city, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's what's cool because I can kind of see both sides of different stuff and incorporate different whatever. You know. Yep. Uh, yeah, very different. Yeah, now you're rolling down to the HEB or the Kroger to see what's really well. How no telling when it was taken yeah. or, or whatever. I mean, yeah, I just. When we return to the conversation with Travis Weaver, we talk about the difference between winter in Texas and winter in Canada. Plus, he tells me how the barbecue rub down product line came to be. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Township 27. Township 27 develops, produces, distributes, and sells the highest quality pantry spices, herbs, spice blends, sauces, salad dressing, and condiments for people who love food. All of their products are produced by hand in small batches using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come to expect. Township 27 has searched the globe looking for the finest ingredients to go into their products, and they are excited to share the bounty with you. All Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure, with no added fillers or preservatives. Township 27 is proudly Alberta-owned and produce all of their products locally right in Rocky View County, Alberta. If you're looking for the best in spices, blends, sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, wholesale, or bulk, check them out at www.township27.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. How cold is it where you're at right now? Um, in Celsius today, we're minus twenty. I don't even have a clue what that. Yeah, means. I can. Uh, you, you keep talking. I'll look it up while you're. Uh... Well, it's like. Uh, yeah, you guys are getting. Uh, I know there's a nice storm and some rain and freezing rain and stuff coming. Tom, what? What? No, no. What in Fahrenheit is it here right now? Fahrenheit. Like sixty. It's like. No Fahrenheit. What is it in Fahrenheit? Like fifty-eight. 58 degrees, 60 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius, but it's like my door is open here yep. uh, to my backyard where I do all my cooking and stuff and dogs are running in and out. So it's like comfortable. I mean, yeah, we're, uh, like, we're, we're minus six Fahrenheit right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with the, uh, with the wind, it feels like minus 22. So. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know that I've ever been anything like that. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we're going to be, but on the weekend, we're up above freezing. So it's kind of up and we're all over the place here. We get the mountains just like an hour west of us and it, uh, they mess with our weather, something fierce. So, Hey Tom, look up and see how, what in Celsius, uh, 
like 30 is. No, what is? Well, 32 oh. is freezing, so that's our zero, right? 32 Fahrenheit? That's zero yeah, Celsius. So I was about to say, we're getting ready for a like a cold storm yep. tomorrow, starting tomorrow. Yep. So if it's zero Celsius. it's That's 32 for you guys. It's going to be about 30 Fahrenheit. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm... I'm showing get, in Houston. It's, negative two. Yeah, I'm showing you're 19 Celsius right now in Houston. What does that mean in Fahrenheit? Well, whatever you just said, what, 58 or so? Yeah. yeah. So punchline is yeah. it's going to be one or two degrees yeah. below freezing yep. tomorrow evening yeah. for like one day. Yep. And then the next day, it's going to be at to the temperature it is right now. Yeah, crazy. Eh? <laughs> Welcome to Texas. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully it's not like you're uh, – that deep freeze that you guys got last year. So, nah, that was crazy. No, but what I did is I went and got a bunch of uh, I got a bunch of dino ribs. I got nice. pork loins. I got chicken wings. I got a chick whole chicken. I got uh, some um, prime ribeyes. I've got um, flank steak, and I've got a. Uh, what else did I get? Oh yeah, I got a uh, tri tip. Nice. And um, you're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I just got a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Um, and all kinds of different stuff in here. I'm in my whole place. I'm really pretty crafty with stuff. Mm -hmm. I, the, when the freeze happened last year, it didn't really matter to me because I've got everything at my disposal. I've got a quart of wood. I've got about six different grills of all different types. I've yep. got gas indoors. I've got more. I've got I got everything. You're good. So, You're set. Well, yeah, I might, I might be feeding all my neighbors, right, yep. over, but I got a little fortress over here with all Perfect. the good stuff, yep. so I'm ready yep. to roll. Let's tell you mentioned the grills. What uh, that's one of my questions here. Uh, what do you got at home that you're cooking on? So I do, I do, I have, you know, quite a few different ones. I've got one, another one. I want. I'm going to get my buddies to make. I'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, I've got um, got your Traeger, got your Green Egg. I got a Napoleon, uh, the 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 Napoleon Napoleon gas phantom okay solid black one that they had i had to i got it from texas star grill shop here in town which is like the main grill mm -hmm. shop in houston they have four okay. locations and their distribution out of here that was the first phantom the black one in the united states they'd used it for like a demo thing and then we i got that from them i've got a brio brio outdoor um fire pit i've got the new um uh pk uh aaron nice. franklin okay um, my neighbor jared is the um vp of sales for uh pk oh nice and one of my best friends so he's got about i don't know maybe he's got 10 of them over there or something including one from that's pk started in 1952 and for those of y'all that don't know pk stands for portable kitchen yeah they're uh, uh all, you know all the top steak yeah. um competitors mm -hmm. they all use pk i mean i don't know why you wouldn't yeah um and there's interesting reasons why that should be a really cool thing we should get jared on here yeah, and explain yeah. that. It's, yeah. it, it's pretty rocking um i didn't understand that. i was like oh, it looks like a weber to me i don't get it you know <laughs> but i don't know come here let me show you this yeah whole different whole different deal um so i've got those oh my forgetting no, uh, oh, and then I'm getting a. Um, uh, I don't know if you know if you, I don't know if you've ever heard of mill scale. Sure have, yep. Yeah, so we we did a big dove hunting trip. Uh, we go we have a big trip we do every year. Um, 
and um, we did a big dove hunting trip down in South Texas. And so it was guys from Yeti and Millscale and um, uh, my buddy John Dunaway put it on. Um, uh, he do, he, or he puts it on every year. Uh, Duck Camp and uh, nice. Bad Fish and Ball and Buck and uh, Turtle Box speakers. And I don't know. Anyway, yeah. a bunch of interesting characters. And uh, they had a 500-gallon mm-hmm. uh, down there and a uh, um, there was Santa Maria. Nice. And we were, you, they had a the one of those chefs out of Austin uh, from Lambert's over there okay. we were waking up eating elk sausage biscuits and gravy. And I mean, eating I, the crazy, the craziest stuff you've seen. And we're out there hunting and then they're over there, the, the grills out there in the field and they're over there cooking the, just the wildest stuff. I mean, you've ever seen. And nice. so just whenever you wanted something, you just walked over there and got whatever you wanted and, all day long and then you go they wheel the thing back to the house every night nice and just cook it up crazy it was just it was just crazy it's like a dream no to doubt be honest. yeah yep. I mean, just these things it's like how does this how is this happening right now yeah but um anyway i'm getting one of their i think it's a 94 gallon offset okay nice but i'm gonna get them to build for me yep um but yeah so i got the the pellet the the direct and indirect on the pk you yep. got the indirect or on the PK, you know, it's just, that's really the one that's, to be honest with you, is the most interesting to me right now because you yeah. can do direct and indirect at the same time. Mm-hmm. You've got the green egg, which is, you know, can do direct or indirect. Yep. And you've got the Brio, which is the outdoor smokeless fire pit. You can do some all kinds of stuff with that. Yep. And you've got the Napoleon gas grill, which is just easy because that's a lot of time. I'll just take some bacon out there or something because I don't want to smoke the house out with bacon, throw a yep. cast iron out there and just cook bacon in there or whatever. Yep. Uh, or if I just want to throw some burgers on there real easy. I mean, you know, these um, these things all just are so different, you mm-hmm. know. But Yeah, they each have their own purpose and use, right? Yeah, I didn't realize that. You know, whenever I first got a Traeger, um, <laughs> I just I didn't know. You know, I, I went out there. I went and got a $80 Tomahawk ribeye. I go out there and turn that Traeger on full blast and I go to throw it on there. It's like <laughs> not much sizzle. I don't know if you could hear it out though. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And um I was like, ah yeah, that's yep. not enough heat to do what I want to do. No. So I started, you know, looking in the reverse ears, all this and that, and all whatever. And so and then I start like, well, if you get a big tomahawk, a little hard to do a reverse sear on a cast iron or whatever, and, you yep. know. And then I'm like, okay, well, this PK, oh, now oh, I can do it. Now you're going, yep. Yeah, and so you start kind of learning all this. And the time my girlfriend is like, why do you need all these grills? You've already got one. I'm like, well, you know, it's why do you get all those fancy shoes in your closet? You got <laughs> one pairing enough for you, yep. you know? Yep. And... um so yeah, I started learning all that stuff and yep. getting into it. Right. I didn't realize I was just always one of these guys where you just, you know, you got a grill, throw it on there, you know, yep. go to people, you know, just you know, maybe some of them back home have a bunch of grills, but you know, we just had to grill, you yeah. know. We didn't, yep. we didn't know we had a smokehouse and a grill. I mean, you just made it work and yep. we didn't make anything other. Yeah. Now I understand that the level where we cook at and because we do instructional cooking and all this different stuff and everything, yeah. you gotta have the right tool for the job, otherwise you're up a creek. Yep. Eric hasn't uh, talked you into a, a drum yet. 
Oh, he has. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I might get one of them. Uh, one of it, one of them that he's got. I can't remember yeah. which one it is. He's got so much stuff over there. Yeah, he's got a few uh, of the barrel boss. So. He's got some of them. I think yeah. He's not giving me one of them. <laughs> but it was another one. I can't remember what he was using okay. before. Yep. Uh, I'll probably get one of those barrel boss as well. Yep. He loves them, and it's just great. You know, he doesn't over there. He, I don't know that he doesn't really have the room for an offset the way his place is laid out. Right. Um, here I I do, yep. but uh, um. I mean, man, they put a bark on some stuff. Yeah. I mean, holy heck. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting because Eric and I, you know, we have, well, I don't know. I guess we have a little bit similar styles of cooking and stuff like that. You know, I I learned a lot of my stuff whenever I was in Austin. I worked, when I was in school, I worked at Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, I learned, you know, I was there for years and uh, I learned a lot of stuff there on kind of, I'm not going to say that's wildly fine dining, but it's higher, it's higher end. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We've got, we've got yeah. a Ruth Chris here. And, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a kick up, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, uh, so I learned a lot there. And so, you know, it's a little different than the outdoor fine dining, like you learn in Zephyr, Texas, as opposed <laughs> to, you know, yep. and so, but, uh, Eric and I have a lot of different crossover on different stuff, but, um, I learned, stuff from him and he learns you know stuff from me but he's been doing great with those that yeah. barrel ball i'll tell you or yeah. the, the two that he's got yeah. and uh he's he I, I don't know if he told you i don't know if this is public or not i'll i'll throw him under the bus anyway <laughs> he's going into the uh austin rodeo oh uh, he got accepted into that which is going to be a big deal i'm probably going to go down there and um you know i am at least gonna i, I don't i gotta look at the schedule but i'm definitely gonna i want to do some stuff on some prep stuff with him and i uh, think that it's gonna be really good because he's got a lot of different categories that he's in yeah right on but it's coming up pretty quick and he's 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 you know losing his mind about it or not losing his mind he's just ecstatic yeah uh, that's a big uh, yeah well yeah big deal i can't i mean i, I can't believe it i Is mean that, uh, before it, or after houston I don't know i can't remember what date he texted me that it's on but, houston's uh, got to be coming up in the next pretty- couple of weeks here yeah, these these are all coming up pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, I think Houston's going to be in about a month, and I, I want to say that maybe the Austin one's right after that, or okay. maybe it's right. Or I can't remember. Yeah. But um, yeah, good on him. Yeah, but absolutely. He's, That's he's, awesome. He's been, he's been doing great because you know he, I don't nothing. I'm never going to say anything bad about Traeger, but like he, you know, a lot of these, you know, how a lot of folks, you know, they they start off with Traegers sure. and then they, yep. you know, whatever. I mean, it's kind of a it's because they're just it's, it's, they're just great and easy to use and mm-hmm. uh you can just do so much with them but you know whenever you want to like branch out you know you talk about starting talking about high heat or you start talking about you know reverse sear and high or reverse and high heat or low heat high heat at the same time or yeah. you know this heavy smoke or you know heavy bark or whatever i mean you know you got to be savvy enough to know that there's you know, different tools yep. for different times. Exactly. Yep. I, that being said, I probably use the trigger more than anything. Cause I'll go out there and I'll oh. doctor up a bunch of wings and throw them on or this and that or whatever. Cause the damn things. So yeah. <laughs> convenient, be right. When you're, uh, when you're busy doing other stuff, you can throw it on and let her go. Right. I can sit there and talk BS with my neighbors <laughs> and friends and have some whiskey and talk bourbon and not have to worry about, in the fire or temperatures and so on and so forth. Right, so exactly. 
Well, let's uh, get into the the rubs a little bit. Barbecue, bbqrubdown.com is the website. Uh, Kind of a unique uh, idea you've got there. And I ordered up uh, the six-pack there and threw some on the brisket here a couple weeks ago. It's great stuff. And I know the Barrel Boss Q uh, folks, uh, Eric, is, uh, they've got some of them. I think they got them from Eric, and they've been talking about uh, the product. Uh, the two-stage application, talk about that and where that idea came from. Yeah, so the ones that you got, um, <clears throat> then I've got some new labels. Uh, uh, let me back up. So... I started during uh, the, the when I started this thing during when COVID first started because, like I said, I saw a huge spike and people cooking and all that stuff. Um, I uh, you know I'd been making spice blends and all kinds of stuff for over the years and for myself. It's like, well, I just bottle this up. Went to my friend that had the cold packer. He says, I'm not taking any new customers. So well, because under the man ready operation, I. I've been working with him for some spices that we have there that were, that were different. Okay. And, um, I go, well, I'm not a new customer. I've been working with you since like 2012. And he goes, mm, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Oh crap. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was really blessed because none of these co-packers, I say none, most co-packers won't take anybody on now as a new client because Just they don't have the too busy. capacity right. or too busy. Yep. And if you're, so if you're too, if you're new, they don't want to work with you because you're not worth their time. If you're too big, they don't want to work with you because they don't have the, they don't have the bandwidth. Right. So you're, you're screwed. So you, it's very hard to get a co-packer to, you know, to, uh, to take anybody new on. If anybody's listening to this and you have a co-packer that makes liquids such mm-hmm. as barbecue sauces, cocktail mixers, or if you have a co-packer that makes solid like spices and other things, whatever, yep. you let me know. My email is info <laughs> at bbqrubdown.com because I have a lot of friends. I can send business their way. There you go. I could probably do some different types of business with them because I have, you know, some other things on my sleeve. But for the most part, nobody's taking anybody right. else on. Yeah. And uh, from what I've seen, and uh, it's very, it's just, it's a, uh, it's just wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that all being said, um, the biggest thing that I noticed whenever I'd go to like, say, you know, grocery store or, you know, where you normally buy spices or maybe a specialty, like a, a barbecue, like a grill shop or something, I would try these spices and I would just like, oh, oh my God, the salt, yeah. salt, just like, boom. And I'm like, why is this like that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was just so weird to me. And um, I quickly found out, you know, talking to my co-packer, when I started talking to him, he's like, oh, dude, they're putting, you know, they're pumping that stuff from full of iodized salt, table salt, because it's just cheap. It's cheap, yep. Ooh, 11 cents a pound with the co-packer. They're going to pump that full of it as mm-hmm. much as they can. Yep. And that's how they can sell it for seven ninety nine for a, you know, a two pound jar of, you know, tub of this stuff yep. at, 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 the, at the grocery store yeah, it's all salt. At, at, at MSRP. That's with them wholesaling it. And yep. then it's all, it's salt. Yep. And so um, I said, well, I'm not doing that. He said, well, no problem. You shouldn't do that. I said, well, okay, let's make it like this. He goes, okay, it's going to cost you this much to make it. I said, well, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He goes, well, do you want more of that salt in it or not? 
I was like, well, uh, this tastes really good like it is. Because, well, that that price is pretty good to me like it is. Mm-hmm. Because this is the way it works. You don't want a lot of salt, you pay more. Yep. Well, how the hell can I get around this? And so how can I get around not having this salt bomb of a in this one thing here? Because not everybody likes the same amount of salt. Let's right. get real here. Not everybody can have yeah. you know, this type of salt. So there's got to be a better way. You know, it's got to be a better mousetrap. I started asking around. You know, I was talking to my buddy Leonard over at Truth Barbecue. I'm talking to the guys at Texas Star Grill Shop. I'm, you know, I'm like, you know, talking about, I mean, all kinds of people, you know, heavy hitters. My buddy Jared at PK and I don't know. Anybody I could that had some real, Eric Dalton, all these different people. I mean, um Whoever I could that that that, that really knew their stuff, yep. not just thought they knew their stuff. I needed the heavy hitters, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, "Well, what? You know, what? We got kind of came to this verdict of, what if I put? Made, what, what if I made a like this base coat, like if you're painting, mm-hmm. like your primer? Yeah, you apply the first coat. That's your salt, pepper, garlic, onion base." Mm-hmm. And then I had a whole bunch of, like, that's your step one. What if I had a whole bunch of step two items? Right. It never kind of really oversalt with the step two items because they don't have that much salt in them. Sure, it's going to cost me more. It's going to have the salt. Yeah. And better for the consumer. Are they going to come back and buy more? Are they going to tell their friends? Are they going to yep. tell their family? Are they going to buy them as gift sets? Maybe it'll come back around to me. Yep. Maybe, it's, maybe the cost of having a better product is just, having a cost to it. Yep. And that's just it. You just don't make as much money. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe it just doesn't have to be all the, about all the money right then and there. Maybe it's just going to come back to you in one way or the other. Maybe you make yeah. a barbecue sauce and you have a little better margin, or maybe you make some pickles or hell, I don't know, whatever it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Yep. But punchline is I just wasn't going to, I just wasn't going to go down the route of of having a product that wasn't superior. So what I did is I came up with a better way to do it. So you got your step one base coat mm-hmm. and then you can go through and add your, whether it's your fajita rub now that I've got, or my sweet honey rub or my sweet heat, which is like my sweet honey rub, which has got like a dehydrated honey powder in it. Mm-hmm. But the sweet heat pekin has like a, or the sweet heat has like a, Pekin pepper, which is native to South Texas and, okay. and Mexico, it's got a little kick to it, a little hotter than a, ha- uh, a jalapeno, a little milder than a habanero. And you got your big bowl beef. Yeah. And you, but point is, is you can layer these products right. and not over salt. Because mm-hmm. what happens is you go to layer to normal products, you still not got double the salt. Yep. So I can add my base coat and I can go add some of these other products or I could add two or three of them if I wanted to get crazy, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to really oversalt with them. And um, it was just a better way of, of cooking indoor and outdoor and barbecuing or whatever, quote unquote, barbecuing. And it just worked because now you had control. And whereas otherwise you were just at the mercy of whatever that person bottled up in that one bottle. Yep. And that to me wasn't really... It just, it just didn't work. It, it didn't work out that well. I, I, I think what it is, is a lot of people on these labels that put on there, you know, kosher salt or whatever, but it knows when they say on their, you know, other spices, maybe the other salt in there is 
iodized salt right <laughs> something yeah. yeah i don't know but for whatever the reason a lot of these things when we i think we know the reason we've kind of nailed that out at mm -hmm. this point they put a lot of that salt in there because it makes the product cheaper and the, the margins are already are not that great on uh on the, a lot of these uh small production run spices yep. so i get why they're wanting to do it i just wasn't willing to sacrifice it so i wanted to put premium higher grade uh spices in my products uh, give people the, the 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 versatility and 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 whatnot of having a multi-layer spice, and that way, if you want to do chicken breast, add a little base coat, add a little bit of the sweet honey rub. Uh, you want to do a brisket, add some of the Texas style uh, rub, and add some mm -hmm. of the base coat or what. However, you want to mix and match them. And so, since then, since I sent you those um, the ones I sent or Eric sent them up to you, I. Um, uh, change some of my labels around. So now I have a base coat and I have a Texas style base coat. Okay. Because a lot of people kept asking me about that, that Texas style because originally it didn't have a step one or a step two on it. And this will all make more sense when you see yeah. it. What it was is, I don't want to confuse y'all because this is going to uh, get a little weird here. But on my base coat, it's a salt, pepper, garlic, onion blend. Mm -hmm. On my Texas style rub that I had, it's your SPG, right? Pepper, garlic. A lot of people were asking me, "Hey, can I use that Texas style as like a step one base coat?" I said, "Well, yeah, sure. It's just a salt, pepper, garlic blend." It's like, why didn't I make that a step one? Um, well, the re or a step two, and I just I learned for some mistakes. Anyway, sure. I made that. So now I have two step ones. I have a several of these other step twos. Right so on. make yep. it real simple, whether you're starting out or you're a competitive cooker, you know, barbecue or steak guy, whatever mm -hmm. it is, guy, well, it's just a really smart, easy way to control your salt and your seasonings. And it just worked out yeah. like it just worked. Yep. That's good stuff, man. I enjoyed it. So I got, I went a little heavy with it and, uh, some of the family thought it was too pepper, too much pepper, but that's all right. Yeah, that was probably the Texas style. Yeah, I think I went. Yeah, I did the base yeah. and then the Texas style on the brisket, and yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. But uh, we'll see down tough. here. So that Texas style is a very Aaron Franklin style. Yeah, you know he uses uh, that's that's kind of the blend that that he uses, sort of like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he all he does, but um, and who does? Um, but I. Um, he uses a, to my knowledge, like a, like a, I think he, I want to say he just uses salt and pepper. Yeah, I think um, he's, but, yeah. or at least that's what he yeah, says. Yeah. I don't know if he does really in real, in real life. Yeah. But I, uh, I, that's a, <clears throat> that Texas style is a, a salt, pepper, garlic blended. Mm -hmm. In Texas here, it's, it, 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 that's actually a toned down pepper version. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here it's very common, you know, tourists, if you start going farther up north, especially in the Carolinas and all that area, you know, it's more of that sweeter style mm -hmm. and stuff that I've got as well. So it's very, very different. But here in Texas, they oh, yeah. want that pepper. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. And they been, want uh, it heavy. Yeah. Heavy, heavy, heavy. You know, and that's why I've got different. That's why, you know, uh, which, uh, Jeremy Yoder mm -hmm. from. Um, um, Let's see the mad scientist, right? Meets yeah, from yeah. Contest. Yeah, we had the, there's this event up at uh, Texas Star a while back, and he used on, on his brisket. He used um, the barbecue rub down base coat mm -hmm. and big bold beef on his brisket. Okay, 
And uh, it's pretty cool. When I showed up, they're like, oh, you know that Jeremy, you know, put this on whatever social media. And he had a sh- the barbecue rub down shirt on, all this nice. stuff. I'm like, oh, you know, and I, you know, and I was like freaking out, you know, yeah. it was cool, you know. And uh, and of course, we got to spit all the, you know, he was asking me about how I did my steaks and how I did this and that. I get to talk to him about all this stuff. And it, I, I just, I was just kind of out of the loop, you know, of how big of a deal he was. Yeah. But that, that base coat is a real toned down version yeah. of Texas style. And that, cause not everybody like my mom's not into that much pepper either. You know, for me, it's like nothing, yeah. but my mom, she's like, ah, you know, so we, we kind of have different strokes for different folks, but um, that's what he used on his and oh my God. I mean, that dude on brisket. Yeah. I mean, it's just nuts. Uh, just a whole other experience and talking to him. Yeah. You think you know something? You yeah. don't know anything yeah. about. I mean, he was using words that I, I th- I've never even heard of. I didn't know if he was talking in Russian or English. I didn't yeah. know what he was talking about. Yeah, but what a just a genius. Yeah. Matt Santa. Yep, yep, yeah. I, uh, whenever I'm down there, I try to get up to uh, Louis Mueller there and Taylor. And, yeah, uh, they're they're brisket, and what do they they say? It's a nine nine parts pepper to one part salt. Uh, their mix. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, my my favorite spot up there. That's for sure. So you got it. Awesome, man. Um, before we wrap it up, any uh, anyone you want to throw a shout out to? Any thank yous? Anything like that? Folks that have uh, nah, yeah. helped you along yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, I've got you know. A ha- couple handfuls of ambassadors now and uh that are that are they're not uh you know they're they're superstars in my book but they they don't have millions of youtube and instagram subscribers and all that and that's not necessarily what i'm looking for that'd be great to have somebody that was just rocking out you know you know a few million instagram followers or youtube whatever yeah that really wasn't my goal i wanted you know good salt of the earth just you know folks out crushing it day in day out they're brand loyal they're telling their friends they're telling the neighbors they're telling their coworkers, um helping me grow the business kind of the grassroots uh you know kind of style so i've got a, a, a shout out to all of them for sure and um you know all the my screen you know i've got some cool merch and stuff like that all those guys that are making all of that and my my co-packer and my label company i mean of course you know i appreciate all this hard work we've done because we've got some really cool i look at everything you know whether it's a waterproof label or a smudge proof and all this different stuff i look at the type of <clears throat> stickers that we have are they waterproof are they scratch proof right i mean everything i do and i think that carried over from the man ready operation because we put so much pride in everything so I just knew that I was going to be able to scale the, the business over time. And I wanted to have the right people in place uh, for the, for the long haul. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of really awesome people that have helped me out so much. And I appreciate all of them and my family support for, um, you know, all the times that I don't make it home for the holidays and events and special occasions and stuff like that, but it's all going to be worth it in the long run. And I promise to repay them with a lot of good food and, yeah. uh, you know, and stuff along the road. And, um, now it's just been a wild ride. It's just one of those unexpected little journeys where I didn't know it was going to take off like it did. And I'm just blessed to have the opportunity and to be on here today. And, um, I'd love for people to hit me up anytime, you know, 
know, you can email me at info at, at uh, bbqrubdown.com and let me know what you'd like to, me to start working on and so on and so forth. I just, I kind of, I try to keep it easy. I got six good products and mm-hmm. one, one gift box with all six of them in yep. there. And I've got a couple of small little three packs. Yep. I just try to keep it nice and tight and easy and don't try to make it overly complicated. I'll probably trickle out with something new here and there, but yep. I just trying to shake it up and man, I, it's just been like a dream to be yeah, honest. Yeah, with. Having some fun with it, right? I'm having some fun with it. So, okay. Well folks, uh, BBQ rubdown.com is the website. Manready.com is the other one. Um, other, you mentioned the email info at bbqrubdown.com. Where can folks find you? Instagram, uh, where are you on on s- social media? Same thing at bbqrubdown on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yep. Um, I can't thank you and everybody else enough for all the support. I'm just getting those accounts kind of started yep. and uh, I just, I mean, I'm looking forward to the future. No, we, really need to, we need to get you a distributor up here in Canada so we can. Uh, we do, and yep. I'm working on some distribution and stuff right now, yep. and we got a lot of a lot of folks got their eyes and ears on some stuff. So I think you're going to see some good things coming in the very near future. Right on. So uh, last question I ask everybody, Travis, uh, it's dinner time. You got one of the grills, uh, one of the grills fired up. What's the go to for you? Yeah, I do. I actually have my uh, my buddy Tom in town from um, from uh, uh, Tom. What part of where are you from in uh, California? I'm from Long Beach. From Long Beach, nice, yeah, yeah. The Queen Mary, I've been uh, there. Yeah, yeah. Stuart, Stuart yeah the Queen yeah. Mary, yeah. Yeah, he's in town visiting. Nice. We're actually firing up this Aaron Franklin PK here oh, as yeah. soon as I get off there. I want to give it my full undivided attention. I'm going to yep. show Tom how we do a little uh, tomahawk nice. uh, ribeye up here. Right on. Oh, yeah. What's the uh, what's the seasoning blend you go with on there? I, I'll be honest with you. On all my steaks, almost. Well, 90% of the time, all I use is the Texas style rub. Yep. Um, over at Jared's house the other day that I told, that I mentioned was, uh, with PK, uh, we, we did a tri-tip and we used the Texas style with the, um, big bowl beef and yeah, layered on Nice. It. Yep. Um, so, um, I almost use that Texas style or that base coat on almost everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you just, you, you, yeah. you, you could overdo it. Like you said, on the Texas style, uh, but on that base coat, that stuff just such yep. full of flavor. And that's the crazy, that's by, those are by far the two most popular items, but you just can't go wrong, but I'm ready to get on that steak. Here I'll now. let you, I'll let you get out of man. Travis, thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate the time. Uh, sure. folks check this guy out, uh, some great rubs and hopefully we'll see, uh, see him on the shelves up here in Canada before too long. So that's right i think That's er- right. i think eric's heading up this way in june so i might need to have him bring some up with him so we'll fill him a backpack full. that's right there you go <laughs> right on travis thanks so much buddy we'll talk to you soon have a great night All right, bud. you take care thank you you are listening to canada's longest running barbecue podcast and it is time now for some barbecue news brought to you by the barrel boss q a family-owned and operated small business in leduc county alberta and the manufacturer of the original canadian drum smoker Whether it is in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly, Troy, and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit, and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal, drum smokers, and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. 
Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at BarrelBossQ, B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S-Q.ca to see the whole lineup. And tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. I mentioned last week that one of my favorite Calgary barbecue spots is up for sale. Patty's Barbecue and Brewery owners Jordan and Carrie are ready to sail off into retirement and they have the business ready, ready to sell. This is a great opportunity for anyone looking to step into an existing business with all of the smokers and brewing equipment included. Reach out to them for more details if you are interested. Speaking of Calgary favorite barbecue spots, a few members of the local barbecue family met up earlier this week at the Palomino Smokehouse downtown here in Calgary for a visit with Mel from Dark Side of the Grill who was down here from Edmonton shooting some videos for Alberta Beef. It was great to see Mel and we enjoyed some delicious barbecue in one of these uh, this city's more unique spots for sure. You might recall I had Jeremy Tebby on the podcast a couple of weeks back talking about the Canadian Barbecue Mafia. Well, the group's new website went live this past weekend at cdnbarbqmafia.com. Check it out to learn more about this exciting online community. I do have plenty of exciting news to share coming up about our competition team, including a new name and some potential events happening. So stay tuned for more info on that coming soon. Next week on the podcast, we head out to Vancouver Island and beautiful Tofino, B.C. to visit with delicatessen owner and mustard schmearer Zane Kaplansky. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of Alberta barbecue joints and get out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joints and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See y'all next week and keep on smoking.